Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Today is the 12th of October, the 285th day of this leap year of 2020. We continue to steadily slim down week by week, leaving only 81 days ahead of us until 2021. Toward the end of last week, the number of confirmed COVID-19 cases worldwide was over 36.6 million, amounting to an increase of over 2.2 million cases since the week before. The number of confirmed cases in the United States near the end of this past week was over 7.7 million, an increase of over 400,000 cases since the week before. During that time, the American people received conflicting news reports about the health of their president, Donald Trump, and their first lady, Melania Trump, both of whom had tested positive for the novel coronavirus the week before. Elsewhere on the planet, India remains in second place worldwide this past week with 7 million confirmed cases. Brazil continues in third place worldwide with 5.1 million confirmed cases. Russia remains in fourth place, having approximately 1.3 million confirmed cases. Colombia, in fifth place, has now had over 887,000 confirmed cases. Argentina has moved into sixth place with 857,000 confirmed cases. Spain this past week was again in seventh place with over 849,000 confirmed cases since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. The number of deaths from COVID-19 globally by this past Friday was surging past 1.1 million. Total confirmed COVID-19 deaths in the United States near the end of this past week was 213,000, an increase of at least 5,000 deaths from the previous week. In other words, nationwide, COVID-19 continues to kill, on average, at least 714 United States citizens per day. Important to note is that the United States has only about 4% of the world's population, but we have more than 21% of the world's confirmed COVID-19 cases. So we continue as the number one hotspot for coronavirus deaths on the planet, with Brazil again in second place, having over 149,000 deaths. India is again in third place, having nearly 107,000 deaths. And Mexico remains in fourth place with close to 84,000 deaths. Heavenward in the eastern sky just before sunrise this morning and for the next few mornings, Regulus, the brightest star in the constellation Leo the Lion, will be keeping company with Venus and our waning crescent moon. This evening, not long after sunset, Mars will be in opposition, meaning, as seen from Earth, Mars will be exactly opposite the sun. In other words, when Mars reaches opposition, the Earth passes between Mars and the Sun. Look for Mars's fiery red colors all night long. Friday afternoon at 3.33 p.m., our moon will be new. Today is Indigenous Peoples Day, which has gained traction in at least 10 or more of the American states and one or more 100 or more American cities, towns, and counties. Once upon a time, prior to 1492, when Cristobal Colón, a.k.a. Christopher Columbus, first sighted land in the Americas, over 200 Indian nations, speaking more than 200 different languages, inhabited North and Central America. Within the next 400 years, an estimated 11 million Native Americans perished, many from diseases brought by the Europeans. 
In the second half of the 20th century, however, many Native American nations began experiencing some progress away from the woes whites had brought. For instance, the Voting Rights Act of 1965 gave Native Americans voting rights, and the Indian Civil Rights Act of 1968 established American Indians' right to free speech, the right to a jury, and protection from unreasonable search and seizure. Here in Maine, Wabanaki tribes such as the Penobscot, Passamaquoddy, Micmac, and Maliseet pursued a claim in court resulting in an awarded settlement of land and money. The case was a most interesting one for many reasons, not the least of them being the manner in which the Indians used white laws as a foundation for the Indian lawsuit. Today, in Modena, Italy, in 1935, Luciano Pavarotti was born. Biographer Ed Morrow tells us Pavarotti's grandmother had high hopes for him. You're going to be great. You'll see, she would say, while bouncing baby Luciano on her knee. His mother, however, also had dreams for the child, wanting him to become a banker, though Luciano would not oblige her, becoming an elementary school teacher instead and developing an interest in opera. Lucky, lucky for his future audiences, Luciano impressed his baker father sufficiently that he insisted his son use the great talent God had given him. And Luciano complied somewhat reluctantly, quitting teaching so that he could become an insurance salesman, which allowed him enough time to study voice. With one of the most successful opera careers of all time, Luciano Pavarotti said, It's a mistake to take the safe path in life. If I hadn't listened to my father and dropped teaching, I would never be here. And yes, my teacher groomed me, but no teacher ever told me I would become famous, just my grandmother. Today is also the birthday of Robert Fitzgerald in 1910, of Dick Gregory in 1932, of Susan Anton in 1950, of Hugh Jackman in 1968, of Nancy Kerrigan in 1969, and of Bodie Miller in 1977. From Orono, Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Here's to the fourth official week of autumn 2020.